Welcome to the pre-snap podcast presented by Line Star. Week one of NFL action. It is football time. Back. Welcome here. back, football. We are ready to sit down at our couch, Let's consume go. some adult beverages mm-hmm. and some potato chips, and I'm get down. ready for this slate of games we've got on Sunday because we've got some great games with some great storylines in them like a good Sunday to me today we're going to be going over your daily fantasy Mm -hmm. plays for the main slate on Sunday we'll also get to our touchdown calls Mm -hmm. later in the show we're also breaking down sports injury news that is crucial when you're making some decisions for today we'll get to that First things first, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like this video if you're enjoying our content and subscribe to our channel. We've got a ton of content coming out, including props on underdog and prize picks. It's a great uh, video that we have. We Mm -hmm. use our props edge tool on LineStar that gives you the best bets, the best value bets on those particular apps. So definitely check those out if you haven't already. It is a brand new tool. Literally out yesterday, and it's great. You're going to love it. Yeah. Shane and I have been trying it out for a month, maybe, a couple weeks. We've been having a lot of success with it. And it's been great. We we hope you do as well. Uh, That LineStar app that we just talked about, if you don't have Mm -hmm. it already, be sure to check that out, linestarapp.com. Make sure to lock it in for the season. It has all of the information you need to dominate, not just in fantasy, but as we mentioned, in prop betting. Mm -hmm as well or if you just want to be a smarter fan of the game it's a great tool there so linestarapp.com check it out link is below to that we got some storylines storylines week one quite a lot of them including ooh revenge Mm -hmm. gotta love a revenge game and we've got two on the slate for today including flacco Versus the Ravens. Yep. Your Jets. Your Jets <laughs> starting Jets. old man Flacco. His kids don't even like him. Right. <laughs> there was a video that came out that I think the Jets released where Joe Flacco was talking about how his kids were giving him a hard time about <laughs> him being old and not doing good. He said he pulled up highlights of his you know career. Yeah. He's like, Super Bowl? Nothing? Come on. <laughs> no, they don't care. So, so what have you done for me lately, Dad? Going up against <laughs> his former team, he'll have an opportunity to yes. prove his kids wrong and be like, Dad's back, everybody. Yeah. So looking forward to that game for sure, although I'm not looking forward to seeing Lamar Jackson against my Jets. True. That's, we'll see. So it's going to be a tough one. The other. But you have, Elijah, yeah. uh, uh, you have more to look forward to, though. Which is Sauce Gardner. Oh, you got Sauce Gardner, too. Yeah. I was talking about more as far as the wide receiver. But, <laughs> but and you have Hall. You guys got some fun. We got some weapons. You got some fun stuff. Yep. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield going up mm-hmm. against the Browns, who kind of yeah. did him a little dirty last season. Let's they be did. honest. They With did. that whole Deshaun Watson situation, yeah. they left him out in the cold. Yeah. So he's got to feel good about facing them for a little uh, payback. Oh, absolutely. Like the Flacco versus the Ravens, like it's been right. long enough. It's whatever. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. It's not like they did him dirty. But right. the Browns, <laughs> he he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder for sure. All right. And then we've also got an awesome quarterback matchup. Kyler Murray just got paid. 
Yes, he's he going to have to prove it against the best quarterback in the league and Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. This should be a pretty Who's got all new good receivers. Yeah. So we'll see how that yeah. battle turns out. So, I mean, the Cardinals are paying him to outduel Pat, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Mahomes. Not to mention Carver's Herbert. That's another good QB match. Exactly. Right there. AFC West showdown. Mm-hmm. And a rematch the last time they faced each other was that, was that a great game. regular season yeah. finale, which was a playoff game. Oh, Whoever absolutely. won that game yeah. went on to the playoffs. The best game all season. <laughs> I still can't believe that the Raiders didn't kneel it. <laughs> like they had, like they would have gone either way, but they're like, nah, we're just gonna that win. That ending of that game, I know, left a very sour taste yes. in Chargers fans who could taste. A, they almost tied that game, which would have sent both mm-hmm. of them into the playoffs. So. Spoiler alert: We may talk about that game a little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got a bunch of great players in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Also, Trey Lance. We'll be curious to see how that all shakes out because we have mm-hmm. had some drama there with Jimmy Garoppolo. They ended up re-signing him. So we'll see Trey Lance, though. He's the guy. He is the guy. I'm excited for it. Packers-Vikings, which may be more interesting than people expect. we got an a- NFC North battle. Totally. Now, they did split the two games they played last year in the regular season, you know, Aaron Rodgers looking, you know, for another repeat performance. And then you've got a much improved Vikings team with a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell. And that's what I was going to lead to. There's not to mention there's a lot of changes on both sides. Head coach change, Mm -hmm. offensive scheme change in Minnesota. And in Green Bay, Devontae Adams is gone. Right. And so what is that team going to look like? How are they going to change? There obviously has to be changes. But I am excited to see, and this week is going to answer a lot of questions. I there. mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still going to bring it. I'm sure oh, he totally. Had his, I'm sure he had his preseason ayahuasca trip, so he'll <laughs> be good to go. I, if he did, <laughs> I'm betting MVP right now. <laughs> and our uh, primetime game on Sunday is the Bucks Cowboys, where mm-hmm. the Cowboys are home underdogs, mm-hmm. which As that's interesting. Be. We'll also see Tom Brady. After, you know, he hey, took some time going off, on. something's going on yeah. in his home life. Whatever it is. Will that affect him on the field? Probably because he's not. 45, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So some great storylines that we will be looking out for. Now, I thought we would start things off a little lighthearted because I know everyone finished up their mm-hmm. fantasy drafts this week for season long. And one of my favorite things is to look up some of the funniest team names that people come up. People are very creative out I, there. I love some And of the them. internet always brings it with these. So I thought I would read you some names and right, get your reaction. Right. You can give me like thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think about each? Fantasy football team names for 2022. Mm-hmm. Country Road, take my homes. Meh. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Hit me with your Prescott. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Stafford Infection. <laughs> that is so bad. So wait, do, do they have Stafford? They're saying yes. like their team's gonna suck. Is that what they're saying? He's gonna infect other teams and destroy their so immu- like, immune system. I don't know. Like Stafford's COVID. <laughs> oh God, maybe infection's oh not a good thing to, yeah. to name your team post. I, I don't know if they fully thought about that one. A Tana Hill to die on. 
if you have Tannehill as a quarterback, you are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> all Barkley, no bite. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Hot Chub Time Machine. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites. Catalina Wine Mixin'. That's a good one. That is a good one. Hooked on a feeling. That, that's an oldie, but a good one. Yeah. yeah. Fifty Shades of Trey. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Forgot about Trey. Forgot about Trey. <laughs> <laughs> and Ain't No Waller Back Girl. Ain't No Waller Back Girl. That is a good one. I like that. also like this one. Alave Garden. <laughs> that's good. I, uh, when was the last time you've been to Alave Garden? It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> one of my buddies texted me yesterday in my home league. Uh, <clears throat> old roommate of mine a while ago. He was mad at ESPN because they denied his team name. Uh-oh. Do I want to hear it if they denied it? Is Chubby it? Chasers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. They denied it, though. I didn't know they could deny I, I didn't either. Name. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I've seen a lot of and questionable you, team names. In this were... league, there is one that's much worse, <laughs> but it's been his team name for a while. So maybe it was right. his grandfather name. I don't know. Interesting. It's weird. Interesting. Yep. Some funnier ones. Kyler's Film Club. In reference to <laughs> him not watching the contract film. where they original contract oh, yeah. where they wanted him to have in there that he had to watch yep. film. And there was rumors that he was playing a lot of video games. And we have graphs to show that he was. Mm-hmm. Sure mm-hmm. do. Zach's PTA party. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> oh boy oh zach wilson that's a good one sad he's out uh, hey he'll be back yeah he'll be your, he'll be to your pta meeting soon <laughs> speaking of zach wilson one of the many players that are injured heading into week one so right now we're going to take a look at some of those injuries around the league that will impact season-long fantasy and daily fantasy mm-hmm. so We're going to Sports Injury Central and the pro football docs there have some great analysis. Check them out, sixscore.com, where every week they will be providing six scores for all the players and the teams as well, so you can see how different teams match up against them in terms of player health, which is very useful. So we'll first take a look at the Saints at Falcons game. In that one, we've got Michael Thomas. Now he's recovering from that injury all season. He was practicing on a limited basis. However, in talking to Dr. Chow, he's more confident in him now having seen some film that uh, indicates that he's been doing better in terms of his mobility and shifting and putting weight on different legs and and that sort of thing. Um, Traquan Smith did not practice dealing with a groin injury, and Drake London for the Falcons, was limited as he worked through a knee injury. So some things to take note of there. Of course, Drake London. I'm excited to see him and what he does for the Falcons. It absolutely is going to be interesting to see how he performs. Yeah. Uh, honestly, outside of that, none of the news really is that <laughs> Not surprising. surprising or that interesting to me. 49ers at Bears. We got George Kittle didn't practice Wednesday with groin issues. However, I don't think that will be an issue come game time. Haven't heard any reports that indicate it's 
significant. Uh, I haven't either. This is something to watch, though. He is day-to-day officially. So, obviously, without him, it is a big hit to the offense and a bump up for the receivers. Steelers at Bengals. Deontay Johnson was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice. He's working through a left shoulder injury he suffered in the preseason finale. So the pro football docs give him a six score of 88. And based on video, they say Johnson appeared to suffer an AC joint injury and is likely to play in week one, but may require, they say, a pain numbing injection. So that's their take on it, that he might be Mm. on the field. Unfortunately, I know a little bit about AC joint injuries. I've had multiple. Uh, He can totally play through it. It is a pain management thing. He's Uh not at risk of hurting himself further. He should have full movement with his his shoulder. It is just if he can handle the pain. Mm -hmm. Next up is Eagles at Lions. We're looking at Miles Sanders in this one, and we have good news here. Full participant in practice. He had been dealing with a hamstring injury. All go for Miles Sanders in that one. Next game, Patriots at Dolphins. Now, looking at the Dolphins, 11 players were limited, including the running backs Chase Edmonds. This one's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Miles Gaskin, neck injury. Wide receiver Jalen Waddle with a quad. Now, Waddle apparently is on track to face the Patriots mm-hmm. after sitting out during the preseason. What do you make of this? So the running back room, the guy we have been most worried about all offseason, Roheem Mostert, mm-hmm. is the one guy not on the injury list. <laughs> yeah. So really pay attention here. If he is the starter because these guys are out, like, you got to like that. He probably wouldn't have the, you know, full allotment of snaps that he would if he was totally healthy, not working back from an injury, but... You, it's got to be intriguing. And this was also an offense we were questioning what exactly they were going to do with totally. the running backs. Totally. Running backs here were a huge question. Sony Michelle's gone. Uh, Edmonds good. Gaskin's good. Mostert's good. So they got a lot of good guys. But yeah. if there's injury here, like, pay attention to that. This is something you should keep an eye on for Sunday. Someone's got to take the volume mm-hmm. there. Ravens at Jets now. Another interesting one. The Ravens as a team have a six score of 82.1, which is the lowest of any team heading into week one. Of course, we've talked all offseason about J.K. Dobbins and the two-headed monster there, both of them suffering knee injuries. Dobbins working his way back after missing all of last year. And Ravens head coach John Harbaugh said Wednesday that he will continue to, quote, leave the light on for Dobbins as it relates to him playing pro football doc however says book it Dobbins out week one yeah and not only that yesterday there was a quote from Lamar Jackson when he was talking to the media where he said that Dobbins is going to be out for a couple weeks oh he let it slip he uh, he totally (laughs) let it slip so do not be surprised whatsoever if Dobbins is out it means we're probably getting a ton of Drake and uh, Davis Zach Wilson likely out Till week four. Sorry, moms. Recovering from that meniscus. 37-year-old Joe Flacco gets the start at quarterback there, as we mentioned. Revenge game for Joe Flacco against his old team. Browns at Panthers. Jadavian Clowney missed practice Wednesday due to illness. The team also listed him with an elbow injury. Mm -hmm. 
he's out, that's a significant blow Absolutely. for sure. Giants at Titans. Giants have the second lowest six score as a team. The Giants listed linebackers Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Oljolari as limited, along with wideout Sterling Shepard and safety Dane Belton. They got a bunch of guys basically that are dealing with some issues. Yeah, and uh, Shepard's here, one that I would absolutely watch. That uh, if he's not good to go, there's a lot of targets up for grabs. Even Mm -hmm. if he is good to go, he's going to be limited. He's coming off an Achilles injury. We saw what... uh, Acres was like when he came back. Right, from not so. the explosiveness was exactly. not there. So in Tennessee, the Titans were without defensive backs Lonnie Johnson, Elijah Molden with groin injuries. How significant is that for the Titans? Uh, I mean, it's a blow to their their defense. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a plus for the offense for the Giants, though. Right, but their Giants seem so hurt that I mean, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, they could have a lot of uh, or. Yeah. At least they're one I, of their playmakers out as we're well. We're going to talk about uh, several guys from this game mm-hmm. and fans, guys. So, Packers okay. at Vikings. Okay. Alan Lazard did not mm-hmm. practice Wednesday after he was, quote, stepped on last week. Exact injury, unclear. Pro football docs, not optimistic Mm-mm. that he's playing. And uh, – that's not good news for Aaron Rodgers, who's already without his top receiver from last year, yes. breaking in some of those newer rookies. And I did see one of the things Pro, pro Football Doc uh, did say about this is that the last time we've heard about a guy's out because he got stepped on, his foot got stepped on, it was Najee Harris with his Liz Frank sprain. Mm. So yeah. it could be a little bit more than they're leading on to. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to this one. The wide receivers are very interesting if uh, if he doesn't go. Sure. Unfortunately, we probably won't know until the morning game's already going mm-hmm. because it's an afternoon one. So pay attention to that one mm-hmm. for sure. Someone's going to be catching passes from Aaron Rodgers I, if it's totally. not Lazard. Chiefs at Cardinals. J.J. Watts dealing with a calf injury listed as day-to-day and tight end Zach Ertz. Game time decision there. That's a blow, definitely, to the Cardinals in yeah. this one. I, uh, we're going to mention it later as well, but as far as their wide receivers, one and two mm-hmm. are under 5'9", so they might have <laughs> issues in the red zone without Zach Ertz. Raiders at Chargers. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, we are looking forward to this one. However, J.C. Jackson continues to not practice, mm-hmm. dealing with that ankle injury, not expected to play there. And, again, that's a – got to – Derek Carr, underrated quarterback who 100%. can let it fly. So this this game's an exciting one. Yeah, and going way under. Bucks, Bucks at Cowboys, not on the main slate in this one, mm-hmm. but worth mentioning. The Bucks had seven players listed on the opening injury report, including Chris Godwin, who actually was a full participant in practice. Keep an eye on that situation. And then yeah. Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup is out. Look mm-hmm. elsewhere for your wide receiver options there so that's your injury report from sports injury central be sure to check them out sixscore.com now let's take a look at our daily fantasy plays we're going to take a look first at our high owned we'll go through by position and tell you the high owned players that the field is headed towards and Tyler is going to basically mm-hmm. tell you if they're worth taking or if you should kind of stay away from the field mm-hmm. and where to pay that money. 
If you uh, haven't watched our baseball shows, we did the same kind of format with the high-owned, low-owned. Basically, the high-owned guys, I'm telling you why maybe you should consider them and why you can consider fading them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And do what you will with that information. The low-owned, essentially sleeper picks, if you will. Exactly. So where you can find some value mm-hmm. to create that leverage if you're playing in those big contests. By no means are the ones I say the only ones, but they are some ideas for you. All right. So let's get to it. High-owned quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, both really high-owned right now. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes at 15%, DraftKings 29% uh, FanDuel, and... Listen, an interesting storyline here is he's going up against his former college coach in Cliff Kingsbury. That is true. Maybe he has some insight into his weaknesses. He could. Uh, the one thing I'm worried about here is I think this game is going to be super high-owned. So if you're using Mahomes and then stacking some of the receivers or maybe a Travis Kelsey with, say, a Marcus Brown or you know somebody on the other side – that stat could be super super high owned. So Mahomes is owned, but if you use those options also, you're just adding to some correlation between all the high owned uh, lineups. Mm-hmm. That said, Mahomes is in a great spot. Oh, yeah. Arizona secondary, not mm-hmm. good. Uh, very beatable. We only have them as a th- – we have Mahomes a three-star alert rating, which isn't great. But he's going to be fine. The big question here is his receivers. Mm -hmm. Arizona has been tough on the tight end. So Mahomes may have to lean on these receivers that he hasn't played with before. Interesting to see that offense without the cheetah in the mix there. It is. I I actually think Mahomes may do better in it because he can spread the ball now. Mm -hmm. Like before, he had to go to Kels. He had to go to the cheetah and now he has several pass catchers and catch the ball and do different things it may be hard to pick which one is going to have the game from game to game now he mentioned that and actually patrick mahomes <clears throat> said in one of the press conferences recently like sorry to all you fantasy owners but there's going to be a different star every game yeah. that's just how they're approaching the offense totally i mean they drafted sky more high they got juju who's likely the number one MVS is a great deep threat, but outside of that, we haven't seen much from him. McCole Hartman has been kind of a gadget guy, so who knows? Well, we do know mm-hmm. that Mahomes has dominated in week one starts. He's 4-0 yes. with 14 touchdowns and zero interceptions. So he'll look to continue that streak. And I doubt he throws one against Arizona. All right. <laughs> You're taking the under there, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, looking at his matchup for today at the Detroit Lions, 21% owned on DraftKings, 28% owned on FanDuel. He's Lions Star's top projected, top value on DraftKings and FanDuel. So he's got the value there for sure in terms of this matchup. And the Detroit Lions defense, I don't know about you, Tyler. I'm not necessarily buying into the Detroit Lions, nope. even after a season of hard knocks. I absolutely am not buying into them. Hertz is in a great spot. The Lions D is bad. They may have got slightly better, but they didn't get good enough. We have a five-star alert rating on Hertz. Uh, my one worry for Hertz is the fact that there's a good chance Philly could dominate this game. They won 44-6. to mm-hmm. six 
at Detroit last year. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's going to happen again because that's just a crazy blowout. But in that huge game, Hertz only had 100 yards passing and 71 yards rushing. Hmm. So he wasn't needed against them. That could happen again. I doubt it. I would never expect this team to score 44 with a quarterback not getting a touchdown. But it is in the realm of possibility. They do lean on the run when they have a good lead. So it is something to think about, and it's probably not going to be Hurts running the ball. So it's really a super five-star alert. Almost too good of a, I, a matchup there. That, that is my worry with Hurts. He is in a great spot, so you absolutely can't play him. He is too cheap for the output he could have, but there are some reasons to be cautious. Next up, we'll look at our running backs. Our high-owned running backs for Daily Fantasy, we've got Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Jonathan Taylor. Christian McCaffrey, not that surprising to see him. He was a lot of people's number one overall pick in fantasy season-long fantasy. Yep. Today, or Sunday, going up against Cleveland, 35% on, on DraftKings, 21% on FanDuel. He's Line Star's top projected, Consensus top projected. Not by much, though, just no. edging out. Uh, JT there, but Browns defense, their uh, last season, they broke in some new starters. They ranked 15th in fantasy points allowed per running back. So pretty pedestrian numbers there. Now they say they're much improved, but Mm -hmm. we'll see how that looks. I I think they will be better, but McCaffrey's fine. He can beat anybody. Highest projected online star with four star alert value on him. He is the only running back in the league that can give you 20-plus fantasy points without getting a touchdown. He catches so many passes. He has so many ways to score that he is fine game in and game out. Right. The question is, can he get in the end zone, which Mm -hmm. that really gives him the big boost you need. And I think he's a good player today. He's he's high-owned. He's a little cheap for, for the player that he is. All indication is that he's totally healthy. He mm-hmm. could have came back at the end of last year. So I, I'm, I don't mind it. CMC's great. Yeah, to your point, Dr. Chow from mm-hmm. Pro Football Docs said this offseason that he expects him to be fully healthy. I know in the past he's dealt with different injuries, mm-hmm. not related. So he says that gives him confidence. It's not a nagging same injury. So that yes. gives him confidence to say he's healthy, he's good to go, and he will perform for you in fantasy. Know who else might perform for you in Mm -hmm. fantasy? Saquon Barkley. He's at Tennessee and 29% owned on DraftKings, 36% owned on FanDuel. Now, a lot of people very high on Saquon Barkley this season. I know last season a lot of fantasy owners were a bit disappointed with Mm -hmm. his output, including him, who he acknowledged that, hey, I'm still kind of recovering from my knee injury. But now he's in an healthy and in a new system under head coach Brian Dayball. So could be a good day for the quad father. <laughs> yes. There's been a ton of hype around Barkley over this off season. Everybody's saying he's totally back. He's himself again. He's said it him himself that he's back. Now he can focus on actually improving. Whereas last year he was just focusing on getting better. Right. You know, health wise, not, Ability-wise. But he's a super tough matchup. Tennessee Mm -hmm. defense is good. Mm -hmm. Isn't going to be easy. 
his price is too cheap for the ability that he does have. But that was the ability we saw two years ago, not last year. So there is some question there. I have a little bit trouble going there if everybody else is. Right. After last year. Uh, the one thing, though, we do need to talk about, we talked about Sterling Shepard being on the injury reports. Really need to watch these wide receiver injury port reports. If guys are out or limited, he could get some more catches, which obviously boosts his value a little bit. Right. Well, with that high ownership, to your point, it's mm-hmm. almost like you got to prove it before totally. we take you as a high-owned and, and Yeah, and, and we have said it through baseball throughout this season that, you know, when a guy is coming off the I.L., if he's high-owned, you know, it's hard to go there. And it's mm-hmm. it's a similar situation for him. A lot of ways that things can go wrong for him. Might be a little bit easier to go with Jonathan Taylor. Book it. He is at the Houston Texans 24% owned on DraftKings, 27% on FanDuel. Second top projected running back for week one. Also the most expensive five-star alert score. This is a guy who's ranked number five on NFL Network's top 100 players Mm -hmm. voted on by the players. So... Even the players got a lot of respect for this guy, and he's, I feel like, could carve up this JT is great. He's extremely good. It's a great matchup for him. I wouldn't be surprised, or I would be surprised if he doesn't score a touchdown. I almost picked him from my touchdown call today, but I felt like it was too easy. Too easy. (laughs) So I didn't go there. Wanted a little more fun with it, but... Houston isn't good, ranked 30th with 1.1 rushing TD allowed over the Mm -hmm. last nine, ranked 29th with 115 rush yards allowed over the last nine. It's a great situation for JT. You know, I would expect ownership to come up hard on him at these ownerships. I would be playing him for sure. Exactly. This is a guy who led the NFL in rushing yards. By 1,800 yards last season. It, it also should be said here that with um, this slate and with how the pricing is, there are a ton of good receiving options that are kind of cheap. So you can pay up at running back once mm-hmm. or twice fairly easily and get a good lineup. High-owned wide receiver now. We've got Rondell Moore, Michael Pittman, Jahan Dodson, Justin Jefferson, and Devontae Adams, all your high-owned options at wide receiver. Rondell Moore versus the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. A lot of people going there. 28% on DraftKings, 15% on FanDuel. I mean, there's no D-hop in this one. No D-hop. Someone's got a D. There is a Hollywood, though. There is. True. Uh, 2021, Chiefs defense ranked 27 in pass yards per game. Mm -hmm. This is a very young secondary Really inexperienced. A great place to take advantage. Absolutely. Chief secondary is probably going to have trouble again uh, this year. Coach Kingsbury has been big on more all offseason, been hyping him up, saying they want to get the ball to him more. He is super cheap. Like I said, though, with Mahomes, this game is super high-owned. Right. He's high-owned. Kels is high-owned. Mahomes is high-owned. So... You know, I have my apprehensions. There are other games that have a similar total that are way less owned, so I might want to attack them a little bit more. I do understand why people want to go here, though. Moore is way too cheap. He is an athletic guy. He can make things happen, but it is not like he's the number one. Mm-hmm. He is more, or sorry, Brown is number one. 
Ertz, probably the number two if he plays. Yeah. Now, that is something also to keep in mind. And then it's more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being the third option at high ownership, that's what's tough for me. If Ertz is out, would you reconsider your position? You have more guaranteed workload then. Yeah. Next up, Michael Pittman. A lot of people going mm-hmm. here at Houston. 28% on DraftKings, 4% on FanDuel. We talked about how bad the Texans' defense was. Their yeah. secondary ranked 32nd in the league mm-hmm. by pro football focus. So, I mean, great, at least a great matchup for him. And in last week's uh, first look show, we did talk about Pittman. He is too cheap, and that's why we talked about him then. It is no surprise that on DraftKings he's 28%. on four, At 4% on FanDuel, I think there's a lot of value there. He is a number one receiver. He did great last year. He has the addition of Matt Ryan. He's playing Houston. Uh, so he will have his opportunities to absolutely torch this defense. My one worry is, again, like Jalen Hurts, it could be a blowout at halftime. And then they're just leaning on the running game. And Pittman, mm-hmm. if he didn't get it done in the first half, right. he's not going to. He's not going to. Yeah. Another too good of a matchup situation. Mm-hmm. Jahan Dotson. All right. Yeah. Going up against Jacksonville. Now, Jags have earned bottom six coverage grades in each of the past three seasons. They could be a little better. But a lot of people could going be. to the rookie here. 30% on DraftKings, 19% on FanDuel. What mm. do you like about this play? The price is nice. Okay. He looked decent in a preseason. But it's still a Wentz-led team, and you're talking about the second receiver. There's also a good running back, so there's a, a lot of mouse to feed here. The game total is only 44. Uh, he is super cheap, so I understand why they're going here. The projections are going to look nice. But I think there's other people you can go to that are cheap that will give you a little more leverage on the field. Well, Justin Jefferson, certainly not cheap. Not cheap. <laughs> He's not cheap. <laughs> going up against the Green Bay Packers this week, 19% ownership on DraftKings mm-hmm. 22% on FanDuel. Hey, he's the top projected wide receiver for week one. Mm-hmm. Also the top value play online star. He's got a five-star alert in this one. The Green Bay defense, 22nd in fantasy points per game allowed to wide receivers in 2021. Yeah. Now they do have some good players on their defense, though. And a lot of that was without uh, Jair Alexander, who is mm-hmm. back, who is a huge help to the secondary as a whole. Can pretty much erase most team uh number one wide receivers jefferson however he can beat anybody Mm -hmm. he can beat alexander he has in the past uh the other thing to note here is that it is a new offense Mm -hmm. we talked about it briefly earlier it's a kevin o'connell offense they're expected to pass a lot more so there could be some more volume here i like jefferson he can beat anybody but it is not an easy matchup for him going against alexander all right so Next up is another pricey receiver here, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, going up against the Chargers. He's now in a new home mm-hmm. with his college yeah. Are they buddy. Roommates? Best friends. Uh, They're BFFs. BFFs. Yeah. They're basically like stepbrothers. Sharing style. Ubers together. <laughs> Did you Uber. see that? Who are they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hunter Renfro oh, I... ordered an Uber for it was him. Uh, <laughs> 
Carr, Renfro, and there was another player who's who's a big guy. And he it was ordered a, the cheapest one. He, he ordered the X. Renfro, the smallest of them, is sitting in the front. And the three big guys are all like squished, squished like this. <laughs> well, going up against this Chargers team, he's going to cr- try to create a little more distance than that yes. you know, cramped Uber. I like that. Like Good that work. transition. Yeah. Well, the Chargers secondary, one of the most improved mm-hmm. units, though, in the NFL, given that... What do you expect from Devontae Adams on a new team against a Chargers defense? That's good, although we don't know about J.C. Jackson. Uh, first of all, let's uh, let's go to the Adams joining a new team. I am not worried whatsoever about him joining a new team. One, college teammates with Carr. Two, he is possibly the best receiver in the game. Mm-hmm. So I have no worries about that transition. I think he will be fine. I also really like this Raiders versus Chargers game. It is going low-owned. The Charger D is good, but their offense is hyper-aggressive. A lot of times going for it on fourth, putting their defense in bad situations mm-hmm. and the Raiders offense in good situations. So with that, this game will be a target of mine. So you're interested in him Absolutely as a play. interested in him as a player. Let's take a look now at tight end. Travis Kelsey going up against the Cardinals. 38% ownership on DraftKings, 27% on FanDuel. Cardinals allowed the fewest fantasy points to tight ends last season. However, they did not really do anything to their secondary. They definitely did stuff on their offense. I'm a bit curious how that defense will look. Travis Kelsey knows how to carve up defenses. He does, absolutely. And with so many new wide receivers in the wide receiver room, I could see the Chiefs or Mahomes really trying to target Kelsey. But Arizona has been really good against the tight end. So keep that in mind. Also, used to be the Hill and Kelsey show. It was just those two. There are some more mouths to feed. Uh, At this ownership, I have a hard time going there. There are a lot of other guys you can pay down. You know, they're – I mean, Andrew's going against your Jets. You know, a lot less ownership, just as good of a chance for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, another note is that Arizona allows 28% less fantasy points to tight ends at okay. home. So. Yeah. And like Patrick Mahomes said, there's going to be a new star every week. It might not always go to Kelsey with him totally. trying to spread it around a little bit. I, I mean, it's the simple thing that there are more mouths to feed now. Mm-hmm. It is not just Kelsey. Kelsey is the most established. He will be the heart of the offense most weeks. Mm-hmm. It just isn't the easiest matchup for him. All right. Let's and de- every defense knows it, too. <laughs> Deep, uh, speaking of defense, mm-hmm. your top-owned, projected-owned mm-hmm. defense is going to be the Steelers at Cincinnati, 17% on both DraftKings and FanDuel. I do need to make a note here about weather. This could play a role. Showers and storms are in the forecast here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That being said, do you like the Steelers play? I'm a big, I mean, going up against Joey Burrow. Do I don't mind it. Okay. Uh, the reason being is they are super cheap. We know their defense is elite. Joey Burrow is great. He's really good. If there's rain, it's only in the Steelers' defense favor. But their D is too low a price. 
Joey B will take some chances, so there are some turnover opportunities there. He the, will get sacked, although they he, did they did will. improve the they did improve the line a bit. However, yes. uh, but defense for me is just such a fluky thing. Yeah. Really hard to project for fantasy points. And so with that being said, I have a hard time following a chalky defense. Just because it's, there's so many so many questions, so much in the air that you don't really know. You really need to get a defensive touchdown, which isn't projectable. Right. You know. Let's look at your high-owned for Daily Fantasy on this main slate. Now let's take a look at the low-owned. These are more sleeper plays, really good value plays mm-hmm. where you can find some leverage. Let's take a look at quarterbacks. Derek Carr against the Chargers in that AFC West showdown. We've got Justin Herbert. And we've got Mitch Trubisky at the Bengals. Derek Carr going up against the Chargers. This is that AFC West showdown between Carr and, of course, Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an interesting one. Now, the Chargers ranked 16th in fantasy points given up to quarterbacks last season. Fairly pedestrian numbers there. A much improved Chargers defense, though. Derek Carr, however, I believe was one of the most underrated players last season. He is really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, He hasn't really had the plethora of options that he does this year either. Uh, I don't think they trust Josh Jacobs that much. So it's going to be in Carr's hands, game in, game out. It's the second highest total of the week as far as the game total. Five-star alert score. He's the second highest value option on Lion Star. And, you know, they added Devontae Adams. That helps bestie. a little bit. Yep. BFFs. Uh, he is, he's still cheap. And, you know, the ball's in his hands to win the game. And he's going to have to score points to beat the Chargers. Exactly. And you mentioned the Chargers. Mm-hmm. That's another. Got to look at Justin Herbert. A low-owned play. It, when Justin Herbert is a low-owned play, all right, 7.5% ownership on DraftKings, 4% on FanDuel. The Raiders, 17th fantasy points given up to quarterbacks. And this is a guy who has the fourth shortest odds for regular season yeah. MVP. He's absolutely going to air it out. And a lot of people, like I mentioned, a favorite for MVP this season. He's so. get, been getting a ton of love all offseason. And now we're coming into week one in a good matchup, and he's not getting love? Like, how does that even happen? Yes, he's expensive, but it's absolutely crazy to not like him. He has great weapons, plenty of places he can go to the ball, uh, you know, throw the ball. He has an aggressive coach, which is also a big thing because then it gives him more opportunities to score and to push his his, uh, offense here. We have a high-scoring game, 4.5 alert score. You've got to like him. How about Mitch Trubisky, which is, when I saw that, I was like, Tyler, are you you drunk? (laughs) Going up against the Bengals, he's under 1% owned on both DraftKings and FanDuel. Last season, Bengals ranked 13th in fantasy points to quarterbacks. Not bad. Now watch the weather on this one. Mm -hmm. Trubisky, I would trust him less if there's a wet ball. But hear me out. It's a wild one. This is a risky one. But we have seen huge games from Trubisky in the past. He has major rushing upside. He has way better options than he's ever had. You're talking about three really good receivers and Najee Harris, who's a great back out of the backfield, a 
pass catching back. Right. And a good tight end. He has never had an offense like this. Is he the best quarterback in the game? Nah. Nah, not close. But fantasy-wise, scoring is broken. Rushing upside is huge. He has that. He's in a decent spot. Cincinnati D is not good. The offense, Their offense is good, which could score some points and make Pittsburgh mm-hmm. score more as well. Every time I think of Mitch Trubisky, I just think about how he got taken before Deshaun Watson. I, yeah. It's, and it's, you're just – It's crazy. Kind like, of crazy. But he, he has a lot of skills. He just spent a year behind Allen. You know, who's a little bit more of a mobile quarterback, a little more similar to him. He could have learned. He's in a new system with a good coach, which he never had at the That's Bears. Like, I, there's upside here. He had stretches with the Bears where he looked great. Totally. It was just very inconsistent, up and down. The ups were pretty up but there, though. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> like, exactly. I, the, the Bears of. Sorry for oh, uh, sorry, Eric Peter, but they've been really <laughs> bad for a while. <laughs> so those are your quarterbacks. Let's take a look now at our running backs, our low-owned running backs. Antonio Gibson against Jacksonville Jaguars. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are at the Vikings. Derrick Henry going up against the New York Giants. And Damian Pierce going up against the Colts. First, we're starting out with Antonio Gibson going up against Jacksonville. 9% ownership on DraftKings, 4% on FanDuel. So fairly low owned. Mm-hmm. Now, he did not have a good camp. However, the opportunity presented itself with in kind of a more tragic situation where Brian mm-hmm. Robinson, who was looking like he was going to take the number one role, got shot. Although he did... he. He's much better. Yes. He's okay. He is okay. Um, and he's could off be back. crutches. Yeah. Right. Ron Rivera said he's off crutches today. So he he got very lucky. Mm-hmm. It's it's turned out to be a good story. Mm-hmm. So and, now, though, the opportunity mm-hmm. there for Antonio Gibson. You worry a little bit about the fumbles that he's had. Absolutely. However, I almost think the Brian Robinson situation, now that he's got the opportunity to prove it. I don't think he's going to let it up. Right. He is, he has been very good over the last couple of years. You're talking about a guy that's averaged ten and a half touchdowns uh, uh, for a season for his two years. He's done a lot of got a ton of yards in both rushing and receiving. The guy has a lot of moves, very fast. He is good. We have a five star alert rating on him, and he's gonna get the similar workload that he had last year. The only guy behind him, McKissick who is actually a little banged up, by the way. Uh, so he's going to get all he can handle. Just hopefully his little hands can hold on to the, bar, <laughs> the ball. And that Jackson allow, uh, Jacksonville allows 42% more fantasy points to running back when they're away. So hmm. it's a good matchup. Jacksonville's not a great team. Washington's not either. But I think they're better than Jacksonville. So next up, we got nice. a little... Two-for-one deal. Yep. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Once again, we're looking at the Vikings going up against the Vikings. Now, for Jones, that's 6% ownership, 19% on FanDuel. Dillon is under 1% on DraftKings and 11% on FanDuel. 
Vikings defense last year allowed seventh most rush yards per game, though, so could be a favorable matchup for them. Yeah, and this game is kind of funny to me because it is one of the higher scoring games of the week. We have seen huge blowouts in Minnesota, or not, sorry, not blowouts, shootouts in Vikings versus Packer games. And we have a situation now where the wide receiver room is hurting big time. Alan Lazard may not play. Outside of him and his old buddy, Randall Cobb, there is nobody that was a receiver for the Packers there. So there is a chance that Rodgers has nobody that he is, you know, familiar with catching Mm -hmm. the ball except for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They have said in the offseason these two guys could split carries. They're going to be used in uh, the passing game, in the rushing game. They could both be on the field at the same time. I think both of them are good plays. It's just which one does more, Mm -hmm. and who knows about that because it's just going to be when the offense has more success when that guy is on the field. But I do like them both, and I think both of them are capable of a huge upside game that you need. And a game also to pay attention to Mm -hmm. um, all weekend with Lazard. Everything could impact a lot of value there in fantasy. Absolutely. Next up is a fantasy stud, Derrick Henry. King Henry's going up against the Giants, who in 2021 allowed the eighth most rushing yards per game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get why he's not getting love. I don't either. He's healthy, 93-6 score. They lost A.J. Brown. They have to lean on the run. Tannehill cannot win them games if Henry cannot run. It is his job. The big dog's got to eat. Sure does. That's all it comes down to. Got to love those SEC guys just trucking through people. Go dogs. <laughs> he's not a dog, though. I know. That's okay. Yeah, he's so, a tie. I know he's... you did. <laughs> yep. Clarify. We don't associate with <clears throat> Alabama players. But yeah. I, you do have respect for the SEC. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. throwing out the go dogs for you. <laughs> Texans, Damian Pierce, ah, going up against the Colts. 8% ownership DraftKings, 11% FanDuel. He's now the guy there Mm -hmm. for the Texans. Marlon Mack is cut, and now he's taking over the one spot there. So he will get a lot of carries. And that's the thing here is if he stays at low ownership, he is the guy. He should be used in both rushing and passing game. He is – very cheap, and he's an electric talent, so we'll see what he can do. But I don't mind taking some chances, especially in uh, big big GPPs where uh, you need something crazy to happen. Next up, let's take a look at our wide receivers, our low-owned wide receivers. Let me go through them really quick. Giants, Kadarius, Tony. We got Adam Thielen, Juju, Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. and we've got just – Green Bay wide receivers. Yeah. Just all Just of blanket them. them. <laughs> all right. So first, let's take a look at Kadarius Tony. He's going up against the Titans. 17% projected ownership on DraftKings, 8% on FanDuel. Another note for whether there is a good chance of rain there in Tennessee. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. The Titans in 2021 actually allowed the eighth most receiving yards per game. Mm-hmm. And so... Might be a little favorable, especially given the injuries to yes. the Giants. Is that why 
you're headed here. What's the intrigue? First, I just like to say the name Kadarius. Yeah. Kadarius. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I think he is their number one wide receiver. Kenny Galladay, I just don't trust. I don't think he's that good. Uh, Glad he got paid. Mm. (laughs) He should have got cut. (laughs) (laughs) But Kadarius, Kadarius has been electric. He is very talented. When he played... He commanded a huge target share, and I think that will happen again this year. I think he is their number one, and Tennessee isn't good. I like it. If Tennessee is able to get to a little lead, they're going to be throwing Mm -hmm. nonstop. Jones may have limited options with uh, Shepard, Galladay, who I don't think is very good. So I I like it. Outside of that, it's a rookie. Danny dimes his way. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up, Vikings, Adam Thielen going up against the Packers. 9% owned on DraftKings, 10% on FanDuel. We've been bullish on Adam Thielen this whole offseason, especially for season-long fantasy and best ball. Best ball. Because we really see a much-improved Vikings offense under Kevin O'Connell, who we believe will get these receivers the ball, including Thielen and including this first week's matchup against the Packers. What do you like about Thielen? Uh, Thielen has excellent history versus the Green Bay Packers. So that's one thing you got to like. The other thing, Jair Alexander is likely on Jefferson most of the time. Should free up Thielen a little bit more, giving him that better matchup. Uh, So the other thing is this is a good game to target. There's going to be a lot of points scored. We've seen Vikings versus Packers have blowout games, and I think it could be another one of those uh, this week. All right, next up, we got the TikTok star himself, <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, going up against the Cardinals. 2% projected ownership on DraftKings and 5% on FanDuel. Now, this guy's coming off the worst statistical season of his professional career. However, he missed 13 games due to injuries, so he's looking to prove people wrong this season. He's got something to prove, and he's healthy and on a new team. Yes. What do you expect from in this one? Uh, so Juju is likely the number one. He has had a couple tough years in Pittsburgh dealing with injuries. He still has a knee that is giving him some issues here, but he says it's fine. Arizona D is terrible. Game is super high scoring, but yet <clears throat> he's getting no love. A lot of mouse to feed in KC, but I think Juju is the one that's going to be fed first mm-hmm. this week. All right, maybe he's doing some. You think he's doing TikToks with Jackson Mahomes? I haven't looked, but I, I, I feel like no they got to bust that out before the season starts. I, the, uh, it's what the fans want to see, you know. <laughs> the ultimate it's uh, duet. It's terrible. <laughs> Green Bay wide receivers going up against Minnesota defense. Last season, first game, MVS and Adams both over a hundred yards when they face the Packers. Mm. Second game, Lazard and Adams both had over 70 yards and a touchdown apiece. So last season, the receivers did awesome against the Minnesota totally. defense. So could be a repeat performance for even though those guys are young, inexperienced, yeah. and he doesn't have Adams anymore, could be a good play there because somebody's got to catch balls totally. with Aaron Rodgers. We got a 47-point total, and Alan Lazard might not play he, him and Al, and Cobb are the only ones returning in that receiver core. So you got to kind of be interested here if Lazard doesn't play. I don't know which guy it's going to be. Is it is it Dobbs? Is it Watkins? Is it Cobb? All of them are firmly in play. They're going to get some action. 
Mm-hmm. One of them needs to step up if the Packers are going to have a chance. The one thing I would say is that Rodgers does like going with the familiar target. Mm-hmm. So his old buddy Cobb, there's a good chance he's the one, and he is super cheap this week. Uh, Dobbs has been a preseason darling. Huge upside. Kind of got to like that, too. I, I get nervous, mm. though, with the, the new guys. If I feel like if they drop one ball, Aaron Rodgers is not going back to them. He's not. <laughs> totally. The <laughs> one thing I would say, though, is he said a lot of really good things about Dobbs in the offseason. So I think he has some confidence in him. Now let's take a look at our top tight ends for our low-owned guys. And it's going to be Zach Ertz. Keep an eye on if he plays. And uh, TJ Hawkinson. Another great fantasy football team name. Hawkinson some loogies. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a good one, right? Yeah. Nice uh, little dad joke. So Zach Ertz, 7% ownership on DraftKings, 6% yes. on FanDuel. So I'm, I mean... We've talked about the the defense of the Chiefs and yes. how questionable that looks, especially, mm-hmm. you know, their secondary. So it's a pretty good matchup for him if he plays, right? It, it is a good matchup. It's a high-scoring game. KC has been tough against tight end, but I think that's more so just because the secondary has been so bad. Mm-hmm. Ertz is super cheap, and the Arizona wide receiver one and two are both under five point, uh, five foot nine. So in the red zone, it's going to be Ertz or Connor. They don't really have that many options unless Brown or Moore can get really open in a very short distance. So I think Ertz is going to have his chances. He's also been targeted a ton since he came to Arizona, especially without Hopkins. Next up, TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson Louis for your fantasy team. I just thought that was a funny one. I was going to try to sneak it in there. It is a pretty good one. (laughs) Detroit is at the – or going up against the Eagles. 3% Mm -hmm. ownership on DraftKings, 9% on FanDuel. Last year, the Eagles gave up the most touchdowns to tight ends and second most fantasy points. Whether they are improved this season, not sure, but Mm -hmm. TJ Hawkinson in a good spot. Absolutely. Philly's been bad against the tight ends. They heavily upgraded their secondary – However, tight end still could be a little leaky. Mm-hmm. 32nd in tight uh, touchdowns allowed over the last nine. 26th in yards allowed to tight ends. The Lions are going to have to pass. you got to like Hawkinson a little bit here. Next up is defense. Taking mm-hmm. a look at some low-owned options for your defense here. We've got Washington mm-hmm. against the Jags and the Giants at Titans. Mm-hmm. What do you like about the Commanders. I used the correct you did. team name there. I know. I I totally thought I was going <laughs> to blow that one. Uh, I even wrote Commanders down <laughs> On to your make sheet, sure so I got up. it right. But let's start out. For defense, I don't like to pay up for defenses. I like to pay down and kind of hope I get lucky like we talked about earlier. Touchdowns, defensive touchdowns or special team touchdowns can be kind of fluky. That is the big reason why I like to play down. Um, I think the Commanders are a decent spot. They're going against Jacksonville. Not a great offense. Saul Lawrence was turnover prone last year. He could be that again in the first game. Uh, as an offense, Jacksonville wasn't good. Only a- They averaged under 17 points a game. We have a low total expected here. <clears throat> I think it's a good spot for him. How about the Giants? 
Uh, it's another one where we have a That's low a risky total one, spot. right? It's low it, total? It, it is low total. It is a little bit more risky because uh, that guy called Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. And um, also <laughs> the weather could... That's a, we have to mention yes. the weather for this one. Good call. I want to keep bringing that up because just double check that. Sometimes we forget about the weather yeah. conditions playing a huge factor in some of these calls. Uh, so if the Giants can slow that run down, Tennessee is going to have to pass. They lost A.J. Brown. It's going to be in Tannehill's hands, and I don't trust him to win them a game and not throw interceptions. Yeah, and Giants, you know, have a new look this year. Could they be, do. It seems like they know. have a little bit of swagger. We'll see. You know, I, I don't mind it. I mean, when you're paying down at defense like this, it's you're kind of hoping for something to happen. So, so we got through it. Our we first week it. one look at Daily yep. Fantasy. We just went over your high-owned and your low-owned options, all of that information, especially ownership information, which is so crucial when you're playing in those big contests in order to create that leverage, all available on the mm-hmm. Star app. Link is below to that, linestarapp.com. Go check it out. Lock in your subscription before the season starts so you can help yourself win some money out there in these Daily Fantasy contests. It will also help you. In your prop bets, brand new tool, Props Edge will help you tremendously mm-hmm. in prize picks, mm-hmm. in underdog, and just in if you're betting Regular in the sports, sports books, books. Yeah. as well. It has the best bets. You can, you know, run through all the different mm-hmm. categories and sort by different things. It's it's a great tool. It's helped both of us tremendously yeah, when can, we pick every day. You can see the line. You can see our projection can see the alerts that have are going for the player or against the player and then make your decisions based on it. And that being said, we are doing a show every week where we go mm-hmm. over the five best bets on underdog and the five best bets for prize picks. Those shows on our YouTube page. So make sure you're subscribed to our channel and also sign up for notifications so you know when those come out. A lot of times they take those really good bets off so you want to get in early on those things Mm -hmm. so definitely sign up for the notifications for that video watch the video lock them in those are some of our best bets and yeah yeah, just tail us on there or you can fade us too but it's a great show several ones that we've made this week the lines have already moved or been pulling off so it's gonna keep happening all year with this tool fun show we've got for you and a lot of other Mm -hmm. content so make sure if you haven't already subscribe to our channel and uh, if you enjoy this content, give it a like, comment below. If you have any questions about your fantasy lineup, we're here to help you. We want you guys to win out there with the tools that we have, and we are help you out in your season-long fantasy, too. Drop your comments and questions below. Now it is time for our first touchdown calls of mm-hmm. the main slate. So, Tyler, Where are you headed for your touchdown call? Week one, baby. Let's go. I'm going to one of my low-owned running backs. This guy has got a ton of heat all offseason, but he's going to get in the end zone week one. That is Antonio Gibson. He has averaged over 10 touchdowns per season, and he has a great matchup against the Jaguars. He's going to get in the end zone week one. I'm going Austin Eckler going up against the Raiders, who last season had the worst red zone defense in the NFL. Also, when they played them both times, he accounted for both a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in both games. He's also had 13 
touchdowns in 16 games. Just mm-hmm. unbelievable. So break out the air guitar celebration. <laughs> I love it. Austin Eckler. End zone, right. baby. So those That's are it. our daily fantasy plays, your touchdown calls, and your injury report there. Remember, for all mm-hmm. of this information, linestarapp.com. Good luck to all of you playing daily fantasy for placing your prop bets. And have fun. Week one. Yeah. Let's go. Or in the words of Tom Brady, so let LFG. LFG. Let's do it. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Thank you. See you next time.